Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Sunday, December the 5th, 2021. It is currently 8.38 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church located right here in Ovalo, Texas. Now, it is 8.38 a.m. on a Sunday morning, so that should tell you something. I don't have a lot of time because obviously people will be arriving at about 9.45, 9.50 for the Sunday school hour. And obviously I've got to get everything ready. I've got to move this computer back to the sound booth, get everything set up and look over my sermon notes and just have everything ready to go starting for Sunday school at 10 a.m. and then uh, the morning service at 11 a.m. Now, all of those obviously will be live streamed. So download the Spreaker app and and make sure you follow the Theology Central uh, podcast and the VBC podcast, and you can listen to Sunday School, the Sunday Sermon, everything live, and you can do all of that for free. So download the Spreaker app, that's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, and if you need more information, email me at newsif at yahoo.com. Now, speaking of apps... Have you ever heard of the Glorify app? Glorify. Have you heard of it? It is a Christian meditation app. The Christian meditation app known as Glorify. Have you heard of this app? The Christian meditation app Glorify. G-L-O-R-I-F-Y. Glorify. Have you heard of it? If you have, I would love to get your thoughts and opinions. You can email them to me, newsif at yahoo.com. And uh, if you have, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think the app is worth $40 million? If you haven't used the app, can you think of a Christian meditation app being worth $40 million? This is a very important question. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about this. For a lot of reasons, um, and I, I won't go through everything right now. Again, I have limited amount of time, so I'm going to at least bring this to your attention. I will do a, a quick walkthrough of the Glorify app, at least just a couple of things, point out a couple of things, so you'll get an idea of exactly what it is and what it does, because I'm a, my guess is that most of you have never heard of the Glorify Christian meditation app. I'm assuming most of you have never heard of it. You don't have any idea what it is. But can you imagine a Christian meditation app being worth $40 million? That's what I'm still trying to wrap my mind around. Even after looking at the app, I'm like, really? Is this worth $40 million? And why would people invest in it? I'm I'm still trying to process it and still trying to figure it out. As someone who was involved in building a standalone app for our church, when we had a standalone app, and we worked with a company in Austin, it cost us money to help get the app built. I felt like I did a large portion of the work. Uh, it was crazy, but we finally got it built. It was working. It was great. We were trying to promote it, and we weren't getting an investment of $40 million to help us. <laughs> we weren't getting an investment of anything, and we were obviously making it available free to anyone and everyone. And then that company went out of business and well, then our app disappeared. So, um, so I've been at least somewhat involved in the app development world, having an app, promoting an app and doing so all for free, not charging anyone. And we didn't even do some big campaign to raise money. So whenever I see an app and they just received a $40 million investment, I have to stop and go, wait, what is going on? So let's get some of the basics out of the way, all right? Here we go. On Friday, December the 3rd, at ChristianHeadlines.com, the following news story appeared. Michael Buble, if you don't know who that is, a very popular singer, Michael Buble and Kris Jenner, part of a $40 million investment in Christian meditation app, Glorify. So Michael Buble, Chris Jenner, they're a part of a $40 million investment in the Christian meditation app Glorify. Now, 
obviously the headlines wants to include those names, Michael Bublé and Kris Jenner, because they are well known within popular culture. But then I stopped and wait a minute. So they're a part of a $40 million investment and a Christian meditation app. There's got to be something like, what does this app do? So I, I was immediately interested. Here, here's just a little bit of information from the story. Glorify, an app meant to help Christians strengthen their daily connection to God, announced it will be receiving $40 million of Series A funding to support its growth. The funding is led by a uh, 16Z, uh, led by A16Z, a venture capital firm with participation from SoftBank, uh, Latin America Fund, and K5 Global, an investment firm. There are also several prominent celebrity investors, uh, including Michael Buble, Chris Jenner, and Jason Derulo, right? Which that's interesting, okay? Uh, if you don't know Jason Derulo, not, obviously popular in the music world as well. Uh, it, uh, it goes on to say, uh, and I'm quoting, it's just a ridiculously exciting time, said the co-founder of the London-based Glorify. I feel like I'm constantly pinching myself. Right, and the name of the the co-founder is Ed Beckel, B E C C L E. Ed Beckel. Beckel said the money will mostly go to two places: hiring ta- talented employees to build Glorify's team, and user acquisition, which includes buying ad space for promotion and product development. Beckel also said they want to develop their prayer section, making it easier to share and ask for prayers on social media through the app. It's time to turn glorify into something that is a little more viral and shareable, said Beckel. The app, which Beckel said has been most, has seen most of its growth over the past six months, is designed to bring users closer to God through daily meditation and prayer. Now, before we do anything else, before I read anything else, let me at least give you some basics here from the app itself. I could read more from the news article, but they're going to give a little of this away. So what I want to do, if you want to do this right now, you can go to your app store of choice, the Apple app store, the Google play store uh, store and download the glorify app. It is the Christian meditation app glorify G L O R I F Y. I just want to, I know I've repeated it now a number of times, but everybody, I want everyone to know what the app is. I don't want there to be any confusion I want you to download it. I want you to take a look at it. And when you download it, you're going to find something very interesting. And maybe, maybe I was naive. Maybe I was foolish. But this really caught me off guard. When you download the app, I think the first thing you're going to see is a quote. I think the first thing you're going to see is a quote. And um, the quote was, I think, pretty interesting. I thought, okay, that's, that's really cool. Then uh, you're going to see uh, that's going to be followed by a short Bible passage and devotional reading. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) If you pay, now, according to this, if you pay, and I think they've dropped the price, but according to this, if you pay $9.49 a month or $63.99 annually, you get access to the full daily worship experience, including a daily audible reflection and other premium premium content like meditations, declarations, and prayer. Now, I don't think it's $9.49 a month. I think that's a misprint because for, for my understanding, when I looked at it, maybe they were doing a special. It was $3.99 a month. So what you, what you do, you can get a free trial when you go, when you download the app, you're going to see it's going to be like 70 something dollars for a year. Um, and that's a seven-day free trial, or you can choose the $3.99 a month, and that's a three-day free trial, right? So you download it. You'll, you'll see that quote. I think you'll see the Bible verse, and but it immediately pops up saying, hey, if you want the full experience, I don't know what you get without. I, I, you, I think you get very little without paying. But this is what kind of caught me off guard. I was like, wait a minute. I just read a news article about your app. You just received $40 million. <laughs> and you're supposed to, and this is supposed to be an app to help me grow closer to God. And for me to grow closer to God, I have to pay you, I have to pay you $4 a month. And I was kind of like, wait, what is going on here? Okay. Someone who's listening just said, I only got one devotion before being asked to sign up. Okay. 
I, I th- that's the same thing I experienced. I don't think I can sign up. I was disturbed uh, within minutes. Not even sure I can support them with my free trial. All right, so this part, I, I was somewhat taken back. So, so again, maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm naive here. But I was just thinking, man, they got $40 million and I'm going to have to pay you $4 a month to grow, grow draw closer to God. Now, again, maybe I'm naive, maybe I'm naive, but as someone who was involved in trying to put together an app for our church, we weren't charging people $4 a month. And you say, well, you're a church. You just put your sermons on there. Considering the amount of content I produce a week, I, I I think I could say, well, I think I could charge for all of that additional content, but I don't. Just like uh, Christian podcasters who put their stuff behind a, a paywall, like a Patreon page. And you can say, well, you get part of the podcast, but to get the full podcast, subscribe to our Patreon page. All of, all of those things just drive me crazy. But I, I've $40 million. You've got $40 million coming from very, from celebrities and you're going to charge people money. Now, I know, I know what you're thinking, but for them to be able to hire people, they have to make money. I, I understand that. It just seems so, like, it just seems crazy. Like, like there's got to be, couldn't there be a better way? But l- let me just, I'll just walk you through this really quick, okay? I'm going to grab my iPad here. And again, I have to hurry. Um, and you, you can draw your own conclusions. And I'm still asking everyone to take a look at it. Uh, because, because, well, I mean, when you see this going around, a lot, I don't know how many people, I mean, put it this way. If they're getting a $40 million investment, if they're getting a $40 million investment, obviously the assumption is all, uh, the, the, they're going in with the idea that a whole lot of people are going to use it. Even the, uh, the CEO or co-founder said that, you know, they've seen their, their most of their growth over the last, I don't, I can't remember what he said, six months, seven months. So, I'll, there are more and more people are using it. So if you've got a lot, a large, a large number of people who profess to be Christians using a Christian app, then I think it's my responsibility to know what it is, what it does, so that I can offer. Do I need to offer a warning? Whatever. I, I'm just taken back that they got forty million dollars and I have to pay them money to use it. So I just open the app. Right here's what I get: Mark the season of Advent by love and serving the others and serving the others with God's own love and concern. And this quote comes to us from Mother Teresa. Now, you, you, you can draw your own conclusions there. Okay, fine. Whatever you want. Okay. Right. And then, then I, can, I can share the quote. And I think what they're going to try to do, it looks like one of the major things they're going to go with is they're going to try to make a lot of the content shareable. So by sharing it, then it's free advertisement, right? If I share this to social media, someone sees it, I'm assuming to open it, it's probably going to take them to download the Glorify app. So they're going to try to create a lot of sections that are shareable so that then it can go viral and then more people will download the app. It's actually a pretty good marketing scheme, you know, by, hey, you share this with your friends on, on social media and then that will bring them to the app and we don't have to pay for advertising. Actually pretty smart. Uh, I, you know, I, I wish I would have thought of that, but, but here we go. So you tap here to continue. All right. So I've already looked at the daily quote. All right. I've looked at the daily quote. Um, and so it puts a check mark. So it puts a check mark there saying, hey, uh, this is called today, the today's worship section. So I just read the daily quote and I put a check mark. Then immediately what pops up is passage. Mark chapter one, verses one through three, the hope of good news. I can read it or I can listen to it. Welcome to today's daily worship. Today's passage is Mark chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, the hope of good news. The beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son. Okay, so there's the passage. So, once I, I read the daily quote, I put a check mark. I just started listening to the passage. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but they went ahead and put a check mark. All right. So now I've got, I got two check marks. Okay. For, for today's worship. Uh, and then it has a devotional. All right. On Mark chapter one, verses one through three. I can read it or I can listen. 
We'll now take a closer look at today's passage. Mark's Gospel sometimes seems like a surprising place to start when we're beginning Advent. At Christmas, we celebrate the birth of the Christ child, but Mark skips any mention of how Jesus is born and jumps straight to a 30-year-old Jesus. All right, so we have a devotional uh, passage, all right? That's that's awesome. Now, how, how theologically sound is the devotional passage? How deep does it go? Obviously, this is not supposed to be some in-depth Bible study. Now, let me just, because I, I, I want to be fair here. There's always problems with any devotional material you get because it skims the surface, rarely asks deep questions, and rarely goes in deep. But that's not what it's designed to do. So I, here's how I always feel about any devotional material. I just see it as a starting point. Okay, great. You want me to look at Mark chapter 1, verse 1 through 3? All right, before I even listen to the devotional, what I would do is then I would sit down with a notebook and a Bible and just start working on Mark chapter 1, verse 1 through 3, maybe develop an outline, ask some questions, maybe look up some words in the Greek, whatever, they, maybe do some cross-referencing. I would do some basic work on it after I've done my basic work. Then I would stop. Then I would go listen to the devotional, read the devotional, see what they had to say and compare it to what I came up with, maybe then expand my study or maybe go in a different direction. Maybe they mentioned something that is great. And I and that's how I look at devotional material. Give me the passage. I'll go study the passage. Come back to see what you had to say about it. Then dig in deeper to it. I always see devotional material not as the end and the beginning and the end of study, but just the beginning. It just gives me what to study. It just tells me what to look at. So I don't, I don't really judge devotional material about how in-depth it goes. Now, I will it, judge it if it obviously has massive theological error. I will then have to point that out. So, but you see, that's, that's, you get a daily quote, you get a passage, you get a devotional, all right? Kind of a, a cool concept, kind of a cool concept. Is it worth $40 million? I don't know. Then the next thing that pops up here is reflection, Today's reflection. The gospel is the good news that is all about Jesus. Come into God's presence and reorientate your heart and mind onto the person of Jesus and let all distractions and other things melt off. Okay, uh, this is the reflection. I, I, I don't know exactly what it does. It Oh, okay. I've just completed today's daily worship. All right, there we go. And then they give you a little thing. Uh, the stretch goal is a bonus exercise for your daily worship. Complete it to get a double streak. So, the, okay, this is very much design. Okay, and th th uh, this is where you get concerned. Okay, in a minute, I'll have you, uh, you can go ahead and tell me where your concern shows up because I would like to, he to hear your concern. I'll just mention a couple of things here. First, this is using a very basic system that I think is it has a psychological benefit. Uh, people, uh, people tend to do things. Pe people tend to be motivated by like, okay, oh look, I get a check mark. Ooh, look, I accomplished that goal. So by them putting the little check mark, then once you complete it, you get the little, you know, sound you know, look, you completed a goal. Now, now you've unlocked something. So it, it works that way. Um, oh, okay. Now, uh, the, 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 the one that the person listening did, what they were told is to receive new revelations about something from God. Now, when you hear new revelations, you have to go, well, what are you talking about? Now, if it said new insights, from your study of that day's passage, that's one thing. New revelations, yeah, that's when that's when it can get a little concerning. But I'm going to go to the stretch goal here. So because I completed today's worship, it unlocked a stretch goal. So now I'm going to go to stretch goal. And then um, what does it have here? Um, oh, it has a number of, I don't know what these things are. It has a number. Oh, this is a declaration. What are declarations? Let's see. Make a bold 
God's declaration of faith with me today. Today I will be kind and tender-hearted. I will forgive those who offended me. Just as Christ also forgave me of my sins. Today I release God's comfort and peace into the hearts of those who have offended and hurt me. Okay, now th- this sounds... There, it's kind of interesting. I, I hear a little... I hear a little Catholicism. I'm not saying that, that, that the background here is Catholic, but I also hear a little bit of kind of a charismatic concept as well. Now, there's nothing, when they say make a bold declaration, I mean, I could, I mean, I, I would, it's hard, to, it's hard to judge something because you don't have any context here. Like, what do they mean by that? I, I, I don't think there's a problem with saying, look, today I will seek to be kind and forgiving all right, I think that's that's okay um, because we we should seek to be those things. Um, so that's kind of interesting here. How can I get this to go away? Let me see here if I can finish it. What happens when I get to the end? Okay, all right, all right. There we go. Now I'm 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 curious. Okay, stretch goal completed. What you have done today is significant. All right, and then. Um, I'm going to go back. If, if I go back, oh, now that I get all kinds of stuff popping up here, right? I'm trying to get back. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to today. All right. Okay. Yes. All right. So if I go back to today, there's a lot of other things that pop up here. If I go back to the today section, if I go back to the today section, um, I can go back through everything. So I can read the quote again, mark the season of Advent by loving and serving the others with God's own love and concern, okay? I can still share the quote. Then I can go to the passage. There's Mark 1 through 3. I can go back to the devotional. I can go back to the uh, reflection, and I can go back to the stretch goal, right? So that's all in today's section. Um, There is also the Bible, which you can pick a book, go to chapter, I'm going to Genesis chapter 1, and uh, I thought it was going to be audio. Nope. It's not audio. You can read it. All right. I thought maybe it was going to be an audio Bible, which would be kind of interesting. Um, Now, there's a listen section. Uh, They have, well, they got meditations. They got declarations. They got prayers. uh, They got stuff for kids. uh, They've got, I don't know what all of this stuff. They got a, a section for sleep. I guess to help me go to sleep. They got anxiety, what to do with anxiety. Uh, they got morning reflections. They've got all. They've got a lot of different audio content. And some of the audio content, when you hit it, it brings up a nice little video. So they they are. You can see that they've put forth some time and effort to try to make it look as nice as they can. I mean, hopefully with a forty million dollar investment. I mean, you know, you should, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> you would expect that. They have uh, start with private prayer. So if I hit start with private prayer, there's a prayer section. All right, to start praying, place both thumbs on the blue circles. So I'm in the prayer section. It says to start praying, pl- place both thumbs on the blue circles. All right, then a candle shows up and a timer starts. And it said, and then it, uh, it has an, so it's quoting Philippians 4, 6 through 7 with this music playing. And I guess I'm just supposed to hold my thumbs there and, and I'll keep doing this until as I'm praying. And when I'm done praying, I let go. And then it gives me that I prayed for 29 seconds. Okay, that's kind of weird. All right, that's kind of weird. Okay, <laughs> I guess it keeps a timer. So I guess so then I can, maybe it's going to show me that I, how much time I prayed. I just canceled it out. I guess if I would have saved it, it would have kept track that, hey, you prayed for 29 seconds today. Maybe, maybe that's a, a good thing. I don't know. Then there's a journal where I can leave, I can uh, put quotes, notes, highlights, 
Um, I haven't used any of that yet. So I don't know. I, there's there's some things about this that I see could be a positive thing. There's some things here that I see could be negative. Um, give me one second. I'm opening up the Spreaker app and going to this current live broadcast to make sure because. All right, there we go. Make sure. Yeah, I got Okay. Oh, yes. Uh, so I, I knew I knew that there probably was more comments here. The person listening says, I thought it was going down the Eastern meditation route. Uh, empty the mind and receive messages. That's dangerous stuff, I'm telling you. Yes, there is a, whenever you kind of go down this idea of just like sit there, empty your mind, There, there is, put it this way, it's going a different direction than Christian meditation, which Christian meditation is to meditate specifically on God's word. So they definitely... They definitely are trying to give you a passage of scripture to think about, but at the same time, there's a, there's just a feeling to it that may not be, I I don't know. I I don't want to be too critical. I don't want to be too critical. I could see, and a little bit of it reminds me, a little bit of it reminds me of the liturgy of the hours, just a little bit, maybe maybe a more Protestant version of the liturgy of the hours. Um, liturgy of the hours is something that's very much a part of, uh, of obviously. Well, the liturgy of the hours goes way back into the early church, and then we could talk about its uh, usage within uh, Roman Catholicism. That's where it's primarily practiced today. Is the liturgy of the hours? I think I have the liturgy of the hours app right here just to kind of give you a feel of the liturgy of the hours. Okay, let me uh, bring this up here. All right, here, these are prayers for December the 5th, second Sunday of Advent. Okay, here we go. It's Everything's loading. I'm going to go to, let's go morning prayer. Morning prayer. Let's see here. Morning prayer. Okay, I'm going to go download audio. Okay, hang on. It's it's uh it's taking a minute to download everything here, just to give you kind of an idea of the liturgy of the hours. All right. Well, that's not playing. Okay. Give me one second here. Okay. Go to today. Everything's upload. Everything's uh updating here. All right. Here we go. Today. All right. Morning prayer. Here we go. Office Morning Prayer God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Now, that's the beginning of divine office. We could go back, glory to the Father, uh, uh, you know, as it was in the beginning, is now will be forever. Amen. We could could go through all of those phrases, which all have very important, they play a very important part in church history. We could go through all of that. But the, the liturgy of the hours is something that was set up early in church history following the Jewish practice of praying at specific hours of the day, liturgy of the hour. You have office of the readings. You have morning prayer. You have afternoon prayer. You have evening prayer. You have late night prayer. Um, it's a four-volume set of books that usually takes about 15 years to try to figure out how to use. I, I had to literally talk to a, a monk in a Catholic monastery to try to help me figure out what I was doing. And you think I'm joking. Literally, I was able to talk to a monk in a Catholic monastery to go, okay, where do I start here? What am I doing? I I had to buy a book on on the divine office and the liturgy of the hours to try to figure out how to do it. And there's a lot of, and basically the liturgy of the hours, you're just praying scripture. It's a, think of it this way. You have every four weeks, you basically pray every Psalm. You pray all of the Psalms every four weeks. It's scripture, 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 scripture. There, uh, there are also a lot of little sayings. You say this at this time, you say this at this time. 
yeah, we could go through the whole the liturgy of the hours, the divine office. This reminds me a little bit of that. Uh, it's it set up, obviously the liturgy of the hours is just covered in scripture. The amount of scripture you go through in one session of prayer and the liturgy of the hours is absolutely crazy. You're going to, you're going to probably pray two or, you know, two or three Psalms. You're going to have other readings from the gospel. Uh, uh, just there's, it's just covered in prayer or covered in scripture. Your entire time of prayer, you're just praying the word of God. So now there's also some elements that come in that are very, 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 very Catholic in certain uh, certain aspects. You you can see it a little bit, some of the Catholic theology. But in many cases, it it's, it's so early in church history that a lot of the, the modern-day Catholicism is not there. But um, it, it, I think the Liturgy of the Hours is a very um, – and I think everyone should at least know about it and its significance in church history – I love the liturgy of the hours. I've, I, at some years, I'm, I'm very committed and dedicated to it, and I carry the books around with me everywhere I go, and I, and I try to participate in each hour of prayer, and I take notes, and I, I, I've really tried to make that a practice. Trying to get other people involved with it, everybody looks at me like you're out of your mind. I'm not going to try to do all of that, and because the the books are expensive, it's like a hundred and something dollars to get the four volume set, and just trying to figure out how to use it. Most people look at it like, what in the world am I doing? But this reminds me a little bit of that, but obviously you 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 have just one time of basically worship and prayer, right? And you have one scripture to look at, which could in some ways be more beneficial. There's some good in it. There are also some, you know, if you if it if if it takes you down a path where your meditating is more more from an Eastern philosophical, you know, idea of, of meditation where you're emptying your mind and some of that, you're now, you, you are entering in somewhat of a, uh, of a dangerous situation. So there would be some positives to this. There would be some possible, possible negative to it. I'm opening up the divine office again. I didn't mean to do that. Um, there's definitely, if, if it's going towards the Eastern meditation route, that that's somewhat dangerous. I, I, you can look at it for yourself and draw your own conclusion. I'm just still trying to figure out, is it worth $40 million investment? And after this investment is in place, what what are they going to do? And, you know, I I, I don't like to be too critical of things, but I, I, I am just still trying to figure it out. Um, and this person says, uh, I, I think my walkthrough entered that realm. Yeah, and if it entered that realm, then it is definitely, definitely uh, dangerous. If it entered that realm, it, it, and I, you, you, you would have to use it, you know, probably for multiple days to get a, a good feeling of it. The problem is they only give you a, like, instead of giving, it's just crazy. Like, they got a $40 million investment and they'll give you a three-day trial, Right. Well, many, uh, I think even Apple Music gives you a 30-day free trial. I mean, uh, come on, at least give you two weeks to really look at it to know, do I really want to pay that much money? I, and, I, and you say, well, it's not that much. It's only $4 a, a month. Well, still, $4 a month is $4 a month. It, it's still, uh, you know, money coming out of your pocket. You think they would give you a little bit longer so you could really determine is this something? Is this something that would really be beneficial, or it, it give you some time to really look at it to see? Is, is this something that could be harmful or dangerous? I, I don't have anything here about any of their doctrinal background. See, I don't think the article, and and just of course a uh, a Christian news source doesn't even bother to tell us anything about their theological background. Um, it, it, this, is basically all they, this is basically all they have to say. And a statement provided uh, to Religion News Service, oh no, that's Michael Buble. That's Michael Buble. That doesn't help us. Uh, this, is what, uh, this is basically all they tell us. Currently, the Glorify app has 937 reviews on the Apple App Store and a 4.9 rating. Now, for them to get 937 reviews means a lot of people have to be using the app. It's hard to get people to go to Apple and write a review. Uh, I know that just from my own personal experience. Um, it says uh, uh, the Glorify app stands out, stands out from other mindfulness and meditation apps like Secular Calm and Headspace 
or Christian abide because of the community it is trying to build. So they, they're saying the difference between some of these other apps is it's trying to build a community. I don't know. I don't really like, I don't see the community. I don't see the community aspects of it yet, but again, I haven't spent much time with it. What we want to do with Glorify is really build deep, tight-knit, meaningful communities where every interaction has a reason and has a purpose. That's that's all they say. So they don't really offer they don't really offer us any like say what's their theological background. So here's my my guess is that the devotionals will always be very it's going to be more about emotion like your emotional connection, not your doctrinal understanding. It's going to be very basic application of it. And any. And I'm assuming they will probably try to avoid any scripture. It's just interesting that they are definitely following, at least they're following Advent. Now, I don't know, do they follow ordinary time? Do they, do they follow the, the church calendar in a liturgical way? demonstrating that maybe it comes from a liturgical background, right? Episcopalian, Lutheran, Catholic, like is, is it coming from, I don't, I don't know the theological background, but I'm, I'm guessing they're going to try to avoid most theological issues. In other words, when they come to a passage where there could be lots of different theological perspectives, they're going to skim the surface and look for that which can be the most practical, the most surface the most about just, you know, your connection to God, your relationship with Jesus, and and not really get into major theological issues. I'm assuming that's what they're going to do because they're going to want people from every stream of Christianity to use their app, right? They're not, they're not, they're going to, they want people from Reformed to Arminian, from, I bet you they want from Catholic to Protestant, Greek Orthodox, to, to, you know, charismatic. And I think they're going to want, that's probably going to be the direction they go. Now, I'm not saying that's always bad. Um, I, I think it's bad in the sense that if that's what you're relying on for your study, then you're never going to dig into the issues of, of the passage. You could use it to start with like, okay, oh, this is the passage I want me to study today and then use it for your own devotional time. And you can listen to what they have to say. You can always do that. Obviously, if it goes down any kind of a Eastern meditation path, you want to be careful with that. It, it's hard to draw any major conclusion because I would have to spend more time with it. But I wanted to at least bring it to everyone's attention today that it's out there. That it's got $40 million. They got some very big names behind it with that are big names in popular culture. What? what What's going to be the end result of it? I don't know. How long will it last? How successful will it be? How much money will they make? I mean, obviously, people are paying a monthly fee or, or, or an annual fee, depending if they sign up for, you know, pay for an entire year at one time or, or for the monthly fee. You, you can look at it yourself. Um, you, 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 you have one person here uh, who has clearly expressed their concern with it, and that's great. Uh, that's what I wanted. I am a little bit more, I, I, I don't really know as of yet. I, I'm trying to compare it to other things like the Liturgy of the Hours, the Daily Office. That's very Catholic and it's, and it's practice today. I always hate to say it's Catholic because it's, it came about so early in church history. You, can, you read in the Bible where at the hour of prayer, like specific hours is when they prayed because they were following the Jewish practice of praying at specific hours. So that really dates back way before Catholicism, just the practice carried over into Christianity and they developed a praying at specific hours of the day. So so I don't like to refer to that as Catholic, but I understand that it's very much connected with Catholicism today. But um, I, I, I feel that there's a little bit of that there. And then when I'm just listening to it, at times it seems to have kind of a Catholic feel, but it also has sometimes maybe a little charismatic feel. I, but it's going to be very ecumenical. I, I don't know, but it's called the Glorify app. You can take a look at it for yourself. And I want to hear your concerns. 
I want to hear your concerns. If you're like, whoa, I think that's dangerous. And I think the more you use it, the more we'll either see the good rise to the surface or the bad will become more evident. The only problem is how much time do you want to dedicate to it? I'm going to have to dedicate. I probably will pay for a one month and just try to look at it every day, you know, for about 30, for 30 days and then be able to say, okay, here's my final conclusion. That's probably what I'm going to do. Um, I don't want it to distract from all of the millions of other things that I have going on on a daily basis, but I am going to, um, I am going to at least look at it and please let me know. Let me know what you think. I want to, I want to hear everyone's thoughts and, and, and just be as fair and as blunt and as honest as, as you can be. I, I'm thankful for, for Heather to jump in here and, and give me her thoughts because that's, that's what we have to do with these kinds of things. We have to at least be aware of them because you could have a friend who's using the app and you may start noticing certain ideas or, 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 ways they're handling scripture and it may be directly connected to their use of the glorify app if you know about the app and you find out oh that's what they're using then you you can speak to it clearly and carefully if you don't know then you may not even know where they're getting their ideas from and it'll be interesting since they're going to try to make more of the content shareable now i i for those who are on social media and have and you have lots of friends who are christians if you start seeing the content from the app being shared, you'll go, oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Once that $40 million is in place and they start, I bet you they start promoting it like crazy, we'll start seeing how many people, how many churches, that will, that's what we really want to know, how many churches start using it or promoting it, and especially small groups. I could see churches really buying into this and trying to get all of their people to use it and then are small groups trying to get all of their people to use it? Because uh, there's there's been lots of different kinds of apps where ch- that, that that they're kind of built for the church to get everyone. I can't remember the name of the app. It was it was uh it had kind of some cool features. I can't remember how it worked, but basically, like you would sign up, like say as a pastor, I would sign up for the app, and then I would uh, send a message out to everyone in the church saying, okay. You come to this specific location, and when you get there, then that's when the app will automatically download on your device, and it's supposed to be like, hey, bring everyone maybe to a coffee shop, and everyone shows up, and then the app shows up on their device, and I've seen all kinds of different tricks and ideas. Now, the reason there's so many different tricks and ideas and the reason so many different apps are being created is because of the concern of the lack of Bible engagement, devotional time, the lack of a Christian worldview that is so evident in the church today. And so people are out there, in many cases, they may have good motives. Hey, we've got to fix this. Or they see a marketplace where they can, well, then build an app and make a whole lot of money, depending on how you want it. You could be cynical or you could you could try to be not so cynical. I could look at it like, hey, look, man, the church is a mess. This is a good opportunity for me to make money. Okay. I I don't want to be that cynical, but to me, it's like, well, why would you want to charge people? Why would, why would you want to charge people? Like I, in my, again, this is the way I I view it is that app should be connected to a local church and the local church sees it as a ministry. And so the church supports the building of the app and then doing everything they can to then get the app out into as many hands as possible for free so that people can grow spiritually. I, so I, I, I don't know. Maybe, again, that's the wrong perspective I have. Maybe it's the wrong perspective. But I, I do think that there are lots of things out there trying to help people. And so far, based off all the statistics... None of them are really none of them are really working in the sense that people are not really engaged in the Bible that don't have a Christian worldview. Churches and ministries are kind of like throwing their hands in the air like what do we have to do? There's more things available to people now than at any time in the history of Christianity and we still can't pe- get people involved to do the, to to study the Bible, to do this, to do that. Um that would help them grow spiritually. I don't think anyone has the the secret formula um, this is another attempt. There, there's been lots of them. Many have come. Many have gone. 
Many have probably been helpful. Many have probably been hurtful. I don't know where this one will fall in. There may be some things that we need to be paying attention to. I don't know how popular it will be. I don't know how much momentum it will gain. I just know you've got some very popular people with lots of money putting it into the project. We'll have to determine what that ultimately means when it's all said and done. Now, it's 922. That means I've got to hurry up and stop talking and get everything ready for Sunday school this morning. All right, that's what we have to do. So that's what I'm going to do. Hopefully this was beneficial. I wanted to do maybe a little better of, of a walkthrough of the app. I really wanted to, but um, well, I was trying to hurry. So, but there you have it. You can download it. Again, it's called the Glorify app. It's in your app store. Take a look at it. Be cautious. Be discerning. Look for what you think is good. Look for what you think is bad. And don't be afraid to say it. Don't be afraid to say it. Because that I mean we 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 have to. We don't want to be super critical, but we don't want to be so naive to find things that could be detrimental or hurtful. That, that's that's the key. Just a thing to, to remember, though, the practice of meditation is a biblical practice if done in a biblical way. But a lot of people will take the idea of meditation and mix it with some other disciplines, ideas, and philosophies that aren't so Christian. So we do have to try to make sure that it's doing it in a correct way. I do find it kind of weird that like hold your thumb, hold your two thumbs to the screen as you pray and it it times your prayer and then I guess it's going to keep track. I, that just there's some interesting things there like you I, I but it's hard to judge something without talking to the people. We don't know their theological background though. So that's to to, to me that's the biggest like at least caution to me that that's what jumps out to me other people are going to see other things i want to know the theological background like like does the app i I don't think they even have a statement of faith like yeah there's nothing on here that gives a statement of faith so like what's their statement of faith i would like to know and the reason why is they're giving you devotions from god's word so i need to know what's the theological background that these devotional thoughts are flowing from. I don't have any idea. I don't know. I have, I don't know what. I, now, trust me, if I keep doing the devotionals and I'm going to try to, and I'm, I'm going to have to go back and, and, and listen to the one for today, it probably will only take me a couple of days and I may maybe start de- determining and being able to see, ah, there's their theological background right there. Listen to what they say in this devotional. I bet you all be able to figure that out. If you want to take the challenge and see if you can figure it out, by all means, jump in and see if we can determine what's the theology of the people behind this app. We don't know. And I can't believe a Christian website who does an article about it doesn't even ask the question. Isn't that the most important question? Hey, here's this app that's going to give you devotional teaching on passages of scripture every single day. We need to know the theological background from which these teachings is arising from. That, that's not being too critical. That's not being too judgmental. That's being discerning. I mean, if, if I'm going to look at a devotional guide, I want to know where, what's the theology behind it. I still may use it even if I disagree with the theology, but at least I'm aware of, oh, okay, that's, I see what they just did right there. Oh, I see what they did right there. It will be interesting how they handle, if they're going to follow Advent, I don't know which, if, are they borrowing from any of the historical uh, lectionaries for their readings, but it'll be interesting how they handle maybe passages in Isaiah. Because some of those passages have massive uh, implications to eschatology. And not only that, you'll see their hermeneutic and how they handle some of those passages in Isaiah. So, all right, I got to stop. This was supposed to be like 20 minutes long. <laughs> it really was. I was just like, hey, everyone, here's this app. But uh, yeah, I, I've i been thinking about it since yesterday, and uh, I thought I would just bring it to everyone's attention. So email me, newsif at yahoo.com, people on YouTube, hit the comment section. I want to know your thoughts. I, it's going to be, I bet you we get, 
I bet you it's going to be about 50-50. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think about 50% of the people are going to be like, what's the problem? It's amazing. It's great. This is awesome. Thank you for telling about it. And I think we'll have 50% of the people are like, what in the world is that? I think it's going to be split is what I think. I could be wrong, but I think it's going to be split. Or maybe it'll be, there's maybe... Maybe it'll be breaking, it'll break into three different camps, right? Oh, this is amazing. This is complete trash. It's a dumpster fire. And then I think the third group may be, so maybe it won't be a, a complete 50-50 split. I think there'll be a third group will just kind of shrug their shoulders and be like, I could care less. Doesn't mean, whatever. Just another app, whatever. And just not care. So I think there'll probably be like three. I think, I think there'll be either strong support, strong dislike, and a lot of shrugging their shoulders like, ah, eh, whatever. Probably those won't even look at it, so they won't be able to, so I won't even hear from them. But um, there you have it. Just keeping up with what's going on in the world of Christianity as different groups, I think in many cases, have right motives and trying to address some of the issues that are problematic in the Christian world today. Is the solution a good one? I think maybe there's some, I mean, there's some ideas there that I wish I could, I wish I could do that. I wish I could create an app and then every day give you a scripture reading and a devotional thought. I mean, I, 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 I wish I could do something like that. We try to do that with the Bible study exercise. We just don't do devotional thoughts. <laughs> we, we ask, we go far, far <laughs> deeper than probably most people want to go. So, so maybe I'm trying to do something similar like that. Um, I don't know. You can look at all of the little kind of bells and whistles they add there with the check marks and the little, hey, you completed your goal. You can look at all of that. And some people need that. And maybe maybe it'll be beneficial. I don't know. All right, I'll stop right there. You can email me newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. I have to hurry and get ready for Sunday school. Everyone have a great day. Thanks, Heather, for participating. Anyone else out there? Um, 10, 10 a.m. is when, we'll, well, we never start at 10 whenever I get everyone in the building and everyone gets situated, we will get started. And uh, hopefully it'll be an interesting day of study here at Victory Baptist Church. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.